And uh, today we welcome in Larissa Lars May. She is the founder of the nonprofit. This is a hashtag here. Half the story. Uh, you can see uh, uh, Larissa's been on Good Morning America. She's been on NBC News. She's been everywhere. And uh, you can also call NAMI, folks. Uh, it's not uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But they are there uh, most days, most of the day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at 212-684-3264. That's 212-684-3264. Here she is making her debut on the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show. Lars May. Good morning, Larissa. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me here. Listen to you, all energetic and happy and enthusiastic on this Friday morning. (laughs) Got to bring the sunshine. Absolutely. You're exactly right. It's great to have you. That's what people need. More smiles, more enthusiasm, more zeal. And listen, as a guy that is a social media junkie myself, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook every couple of seconds, Bernie can attest throughout the whole show that I'm, I, I'm on it all day long. Uh, I love it. Uh, my kids are on it. My significant other is on it. All my friends are on it. Uh, there's no question that uh, during this specific pandemic, this difficult time, that social media has actually gone from the enemy, I think, Larissa, to a friend. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And I think that that's part of the power of this time is that we're actually revolutionizing as a culture and and as a world. And we're seeing that social media can actually serve us rather than hurt us. However, it's still important for us to evaluate our relationship with it, not only as adults, but also as parents and caregivers of young people, uh, because we're still learning about the effects that this is having on them. And they have to learn how to build a healthier relationship with it because there are both healthy and unhealthy ways to engage with technology. And Larissa, how can, uh, I mean, some tips and takeaways for parents uh, regarding social media, how should they handle it with their kids? Uh, You know, what should they instruct them to do, not to do? Absolutely. Well, that's, that, that's, that's the big question, right? And, and sort of, and to give you just a quick, high level of half the story. So I started it actually when I was in college as a result of my own struggles with social media and depression and anxiety. And I started asking these questions, Uh, but no one ever really taught me the healthy ways to use technology. It was just that I had to adapt and kids are having to do that quicker and quicker, quicker. Now, especially during this time where both, where all their school, they're socializing, they're, if they're worshiping, all of that is happening online. And so we came together with NAMI NYC because NAMI NYC has been serving the local, all of New York metro area uh, for many years. And we wanted to come in and support and help them and work together on creating a guide that really looked at digital wellness during this time. And, and for parents, there are a couple of things that you should think about. We created this guide, which is available at halfthestoryproject.com or on our social media at Half the Story. And there are a couple of tips. I think the first thing is to be able to understand what digital wellness is or tech life balance. Digital wellness is the ability to build a healthy and positive relationship with social media. Um, We look at social media, your relationship to technology, very similarly to your relationship with food. It's something that's taught. It's not learned. And there are healthy ways to use it and there are unhealthy ways. Healthy ways to use it are active when there is intention, uh, when there is purpose, and you're leaving feeling fulfilled. And it's important to work with your kids to help them distinguish, is this a healthy use of social media? Is there an intention and a purpose? 
Or is it unhealthy and is it junky, kind of like eating a bag of chips for a full day without a full meal? Um, and, and first, it's being able to distinguish those, but then also making tech life balance a family affair. And it starts with parents' behaviors. And then it begins with bringing everyone together to have specific rituals, like putting your phone to bed an hour before bed uh, so that you have time for that social media come down. Uh, the other is creating a screen time journal. So working with your kids to have them actually document the time that they're spending on their screens and how it's making them feel after so that they can identify patterns and shift their behaviors. Um, the third is, which I always love to say, is to make it almost gamify being screen-free. So mandate screen-free meals, put everyone's technology in a corner or in the center of the table and let it sit there. And the first one that takes their phone out uh, should, be, should be the one to do the dishes that night. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm going to employ that in my house. I think now I'm in New York City. These folks are here for support programs and services concerning mental health and related mental illness issues for children. Uh, you can donate to NAMI, too. I want you guys to do that. Just text NAMI NYC. NAMI is N-A-M-I to 56512. That's 56512 to donate now. And again, the number is 212-684-3264. Larissa May, uh, uh, that's right, Larissa May, founder of the nonprofit uh, to Hashtag half the story. So uh, we also make sure that we uh, time their screen time. My wife yeah. uses her phone and it shuts off after two hours or so because as much as we're okay with the social media, even the garbage stuff, even the TikTok and the Snapchat and the yeah. my daughter stares in the mirror for 10 minutes and takes 90 pictures. It's annoying, but I'm okay with it. Uh, but we will time it for about two hours uh, from my wife's phone. It'll automatically shut off and then it's time to read a book or discuss something with mommy and daddy, or take a walk in the park. That's another way to make sure to gauge the time. Is that right? Absolutely. And you know, and the research and the standards that have been set are being really challenged right now for families because now technology is really our lifeline into the world. And so what we really suggest for parents, you know, the golden rule is that Kids under 18 months should really not have screen time unless it's video chatting with family members. Did you say 18 months? 18 months? Yeah. There are kids at one year old? Wow. Wow. They shouldn't, they should not, they really shouldn't be using technology unless it's video chatting with the family. For anyone two to four years old, um, typically it's best to limit screen time to one hour per day maximum. But given these, these new times, I'm trying to tell parents that, you know, it's probably not realistic that one hour day is going to happen if preschool is happening online. So outside of anything that's happening for school purposes or work purposes, we should really try to limit and stick to that number. And then for everyone else over the age of four, two to three hours is recommended. But what we're seeing, what the research is telling us is that young people, even before this pandemic, were spending up to nine hours a day on social media. What that means is that if they live into their 80s, they will have spent five years of their life on social media platforms. Imagine what you can do with five years of your life. And that's what the conversation is about, right? If your kid's going on social media, looking at all of these people and doing all of these things, it's a simple question of what are, you, what are your goals and what do you want to achieve because there's an opportunity cost to sitting on this all day. And there are things that you can do to, to become that person, to become that hero, to become that artist. And, you know, we have to really teach kids about that or else they will, quite frankly, spend five years behind the screen. <laughs>
Boy, you're so right. Larissa May, founder of Hashtag Half the Story, and you've partnered up with NAMI NYC. NAMI, by the way, stands for the National Association of Mental Illness. And you guys have an event coming up on Tuesday. I believe it's a, it's a webinar, Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. Tell us about that, Larissa. Yes, absolutely. So this is an opportunity, sort of a part two of the guide, for parents to be able to come and listen and speak to experts to ask their questions about screen time. And so we have Dr. Tracy Dennis Tawari, who is our partner on this. She's a PhD in neuroscientist, as well as the head of the Emotional Intelligence Lab at Hunter College that will be joining us, as well as Delaney and Tessa Rustin. Uh, Delaney and Tessa are a mother-daughter duo, and they created a documentary called Screenagers, which is a, an award-winning global film about growing up in the digital age um, and really examining that relationship between the parent and the daughter and what it's been like. And so this is an opportunity to come with all of your questions and with the best of the best and to get all the answers that you need. And you can sign up for that on the NAMI NYC event page. Uh, they have an event right, and you can sign up, and you'll get the guide, and we'll have a great conversation. Sounds great. Listen, you're doing uh, really valuable work here. We really, really appreciate it, Larissa. As a father of a 16-year-old girl and 11-year-old boy, they are on social media all the time. This information was really, really important. So uh, best of luck moving forward. Come back again. Thank you so much, and stay safe. Thank you. You too. Have a good one. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Larissa May, there she is, founder of the nonprofit Hashtag Half the Story.